Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. This isn't talk of champions, and it's not hashtag not committed, but I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit, been on Twitter, and he's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliateofon3.com. Back together for a crossover podcast of some kind. Maybe I'll call it Recruit Check, because we'll talk pretty much all about recruiting. Hey, buddy, what's up? This is the Old Miss Spirit multiverse that we are That's in. not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I am a variant. Of Ben Garrett, yeah. Can I be Moon Knight? Because you have recency I'm, obsession with Marvel stuff. Well, it's Oscar Isaac, so I feel like I was gonna like it no matter what. But man, why? Why do you all of a sudden have a fandom for Oscar? I didn't know that about you. Why Oscar? Oh Isaac? man, outside of the X Men, uh, what was it? X Men Apocalypse. That movie was trash. But everything else he does is fantastic. Like Inside Lewin Davis, which I. Soft spot for Coen Brothers films, but here's he my was thing. Good in that. Here's my thing. Star I would Wars, actually say good. that X Men Apocalypse is better than Iron Man Three. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! And Are you one of those Man people 2. that doesn't like Iron Man Three? Because I love Iron Man Three. We're already so far off the rails. Yeah. We'll do that off the air. Hey, buddy, what's going on, old Miss Wise? Hadn't talked to you in a while. I was going to say, last thing about Oscar, oh. X Machine is a great film. All right. It is. Um, I've seen that. That's good. We had some somewhat breaking news earlier today as we record this on a Thursday afternoon. Breaking news. Okay. Do the sound. Um, so, yeah, earlier this morning, uh, it was uh, Brandon Huffman of 247 um, was the first to report it that I saw. And then uh, later confirmed it. But, yes, Jane Rashada will be in town for an official visit. I think he we was, kind of been hearing some rumblings that that was a possibility, though. Yeah, and I, I texted you about it this morning and asked you because I had heard two names, and I put it on the board, him and Aiden Williams, the four-star receiver from Ridgeland who released his top six. Um, there were some, you know, maybe, you know, will they or won't they show up this weekend? Aiden Williams did it a couple weekends ago out of nowhere. Um, he's a little bit closer to Oxford than uh, Rashada is since he is out in California, but um, he did decide to push his Oregon visit back who the ducks and Dan Lanning and that staff are doing a fantastic job recruiting right now. Um, they have recently surged ahead of Ole Miss for Rashada. And I think a lot of people thought he was going to go to Eugene for their spring game. Decided he wanted to come back to Ole Miss. He hadn't been since last summer. Um, so he will be in town. Uh, along with Marcel Reed, the other four-star, wrote about them on Sunday. Um, it's kind of it right now, Ben. I, I said it in the post, and I've said it on the message board and the daily thread. I think it's a first-come, first-serve type thing for quarterback. I, I think they I like disagree. 
Oh, okay. All right. I think they would take either one. I think there might be a preference, but I think they like them both. The They would take both of them. That's a tough sell. They would. These days. They would. Oh, I, that's oh, oh yeah. absolutely. But I don't know if both kids will do that. I would not be surprised if Ole Miss landed a quarterback commitment early next week. Ooh. Do the breaking news sound for that. No, that's not that's more first takey than it is true <laughs> breaking news. Very Stephen A of you. Very Stephen A. Um that yeah, is I mean, something the, I heard today though. Okay. I, I know I've talked to people in Oxford around the program, people around both of their recruitments. Um the staff has made it very clear that they like both. Yes. And there there is no, well, we're we're I don't want this to turn into well, they're bringing Rashadi in because well, Reed's going to be there, but they won't reshut. No, like, no, no, no. They like them both. I, they're both. I've talked to people that have seen them in person, covered them in camps. Both are really good quarterbacks. And I think that both are different, but they both fit into what Lane Kiffin and Charlie Weiss Jr. want to do. Um, it is interesting to bring them both in at the same time. Um, with that, I don't think I they had much choice for that, though. Hey, with the dominoes that are falling, the way right. I mean, look, and also I mean, Rashad. Rashad has kind of been back and forth, back and forth. Will it happen? Won't it happen? And that's yeah. from the Ole Miss side of things. That's just not purely us reading the tea leaves here. Actually, that's what I was told by somebody who's directly involved with the process. It's been very much hot and dry with Rashad lately, and so the news that he was coming in for the Grove Bowl is a welcomed one, and you take it when you can get it. It, oh, ideal, ideally, they wouldn't bring both these guys in on the same weekend, but they would also take both players, as you're saying. Like they like both guys. It's not like, oh, you got to take Marcel Reed because you don't like Jaden Rashada. Though they like both of them. Yeah, but I think Rashada is a little bit more of a better fit for what Ole Miss does. Sure, but they like yeah. both of them. They like both of them. Yeah, I mean, I, my you know non-professional scouting take on both. Rashad is kind of the flashy guy. He's got the big arm, um, can really spin it. The release is, is not – it's – look, it, this, this is what's going to happen. Everybody's going get, to get compared to Matt Corral. Matt Corral has an incredibly quick release. It's not going to be something like that, but he gets it out, and it gets from A to B. Um, Marcel Reed, and I'll have the opportunity to see him this fall in person. Um, I've talked to Jeremy Johnson about his game. Uh, Joseph Hastings, all the on three national analysts, they love his game. He's more athletic than I think people give him credit for. So he's more of a dual threat, move around, can escape, create outside the pocket type quarterback. And I, I do wonder if NBA, his high school in Nashville is going to open up the offense a little more for him because he was in a very, and I don't want to, you know, Besmirch the the OC. Just over say there, it. Just say it. It's a, It was a van, pretty vanilla offense. It wasn't anything crazy. It was a lot of play action under center. They did some shotgun stuff late in the year. Once he got comfortable, and they saw, well, he can move around pretty well. But yeah, it's two different styles, but both are very good at what they do. Can I just say something? Um, I'm totally interrupting you, and it has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. But stylistically, perfect. offenses now in high school, they're spoiled. They're really spoiled. We can say it's vanilla or whatever, but you remember back when we were in high school, we're old guys now. We're like late 30s guys now. Mm-hmm. Back when we played football, it was pretty much – I mean, we were run all the time. Run, run, run. Uh, it didn't work. Bad. But now they get to spread it out. They got big tight ends, big wide receivers. 
You can you're play money back on it. It's not fair. <laughs> They're spoiled. A, and they think, hey, to I want to do more. Ben, Come on. You're talking to a guy, Ben, that, that played receiver in an offense that ran the wishbone. So exactly. I, See? I feel it. They're spoiled. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so Rashada coming in does make sense, though. I The back and forth that you alluded to, I think that he likes Ole Miss a lot. He likes Lane Kiffin. Um, but the last time he was on campus was when Jeff Levy was the OC. He's obviously not at Ole Miss anymore. He's at Oklahoma. And so also, also to, see it to, through to and, add to your thought a little bit and to add a little bit more context, he has a very big NIL number. Yeah, well, I sh- everybody should now after – Look, we can say it at this well, point. Well, I'm not, I'm not, Nico, kind of I am a leader. I got, yeah, set the market value at eight million. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm just that's that plays into it. So, Oregon, I don't think, I don't think it's that big, but oh, it's pretty big, <laughs> it's pretty large. Mm. He's blown up as far as his recruitment, absolutely blown. Not yeah, that he wasn't already heavily recruited, but you're talking about interest, not the same as Arch and Nico. But definitely the same amount of interest as Chris Vizina, who just committed to Clemson that almost won it. Yeah, I I think all those schools that held out hope for Arch, for Nico, and these guys are not they're no they're really good prospects, really good prospects. But I think, you know, Nico and Arch are ranked higher because they have more upside or whatever. So you wait to see what those guys do. But these guys are good players on their own right. So they did want them. But now that like a Clemson thought it was going to really be involved with Arch, well, that's kind of gone now for them. So then they turn and yeah. go heavy on Chris Vizina. That's why you're seeing guys like Rashada, Vizina, already good players, but I think some of these schools that – because all of these schools are more particular and they, they, they don't just hand out scholarships like they used to. Because of NIL and the way they got to attack the portal, every school worth their salt has to attack the portal. You're not seeing the same rash of early commitments anymore, very much more selective with who they hand out scholarships to. And that even includes quarterbacks. While you would typically see all of these quarterbacks committed either this month, next month, or at the latest in June, well, you're going to start to see some commitments and stuff like that pushed back and into the fall. It's already later than it typically would have been for Jaden Rashad. And that has to do with schools that would typically, back in the old days when NIL and transfer portal wasn't a big thing, all of these guys would have had offers, and it was first come, first, come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Now it's not like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think that the the Clemson, the wheels got to turn pretty quickly once Arch yes. pub, publicly eliminated them. Then they were like, yes. okay, we got to get going, find our guy. I mean, Marcel Reed went up there on a visit. They 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 brought him in. They brought Vizina in. And then once Vizina came back for a return visit unofficially on his own for the spring game. They focused in when, on him. That's when people started, okay, now you look nationally and here you can play the noise breaking news here breaking news breaking news Oregon Oregon is bringing in Dante Moore next weekend for an official visit the is it bad star. that I don't know who Dante Moore is <laughs> I could well, recruit I don't know who that is geographically you, you probably wouldn't but you know me and the other sickos probably know who he is four star quarterback from from MLK up Hey in don't Detroit. talk about my friend Zach like that <laughs> so they are look I, Dan Lanning and that staff I think they're trying to strike while the iron's hot and I, this could be the same situation that Ole Miss is in where maybe Oregon likes Dante Moore and Jane Rashada and they'll take either or, or both um, so they're not wasting any time Rashada pushed his visit back they're going to bring in another four-star quarterback to see what they uh, 
see what they like when he comes into town. So that's uh that's big for Oregon, but now you've got the dominoes starting to shift and mold and possibly fall. Alabama now leads for Eli Holstein, the quarterback out of Louisiana, who was committed to AM. Now his RPM is heavily in favor of the Crimson Tide. Now you look at Arch Manning, his RPM has shifted. Texas is in the lead. Georgia's right there behind them. But for a while, it looked like Alabama might be in the lead for Arch Manning. Now it looks like he could be possibly going to Austin. So right, let's play a game real quick. All right. Okay. I love you. And you do a love great games. job for the Ole Miss Spirit, Ole Miss Spirit, Ole Miss Spirit.com, and Philadelphia on three.com. You do a great job, but you still love Ole Miss. You do. You love Ole Miss still. Like you're still actively a fan of it. So as a fan, speaking for the other fans listening to this, if Arch, he's not going to come to Ole Miss most likely. Could it change? Sure. It's recruiting. But right now, you got Texas, Georgia, and Alabama. As an Ole Miss fan, where would you feel best about him playing of those three? Because obviously Texas. Alabama, yeah, I'm Texas too. I'm Texas too. If if you're looking at it as an Ole Miss fan from a pure, which I don't team is he going see to? Him. Will yeah. it be beatable? Yeah, it's Texas. and I don't and I don't want to see him regularly. Yeah, I mean Texas will be in the SEC in what two years? Yeah, whatever. Um, Georgia's going to continue to be Georgia. They have several. Five-star quarterbacks on their roster. And the now because they've won a title, can't you hate them now? I mean, I always kind of – I wouldn't say hate, but I disliked them. But now they've won a title, you can hate them. Like, you don't want to see yeah. them be successful anymore. I did legitimately hate them that night because I actually gambled <laughs> real American dollars oh, on Nick Saban to get it done. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And the one time I do it – Did you not greatest... feel dirty? Well, you should have felt dirty doing that. But I mean, of course, we all thought Alabama was going to win that game. Well, not all of us. There were certain. Yeah, I mean, it, money at like, that point, it was like, who's going to bet against the greatest coach in college football history? But you don't feel dirty. That make that's a bet that's not fun, is what I'm saying. That's not I mean, a fun bet. Give some incentive when you're watching. But once James Williams went down, it was over. What was the payout? Like, what was the payout? If you what did you put down? Uh, it was a hundred dollars to win. I don't remember, like three fifty or something. Um, just you picked them straight up. Money line? What'd you do? Just money line. Yeah. So anything crazy. I don't feel dirty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, apparently, makes... I don't know this personally, but apparently, because I have other friends that bet, I'm not convincing okay. anybody with that. But I don't know for experience. Maybe I do. I don't. One of the um, most easy money seasons in a long time for betters around here that I'm friends with, Ole Miss basketball last year. Oh, dude. <laughs> so made so much money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Like, I know people. People that cleaned up. This was before yeah. gambling was was legal and there were apps. But um, that last Matt Luke year. Yes, that's another one. Cleaned up. I think that against the spread. Oh God, what was it? Something crazy. But every single week it hit. <laughs> they never um, covered or something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but they never back, covered. Back to your question. Sorry, I'm, I'm a degenerate. No, it's fine. It's it's Texas because look, I, I was talking to somebody about this the other week. As good as Sark and that staff has recruited, as much buzz as they have created, the all gas no brakes. They have done a good job in the portal. They have. They really have. They put the the foreign cars on the field and recruits go out there and take pictures. They Zach. got the updated stadium. Zach, is Texas back? No. Look, okay. I, okay. I, I, look, I told officially back. 
That's think a joke. This. That's a joke, people. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. Sorry. I mean, think about this. When, you know, giving them credit where credit's due, because they have done a nice job. And Sark has really done have. a really nice job kind of reinvigorating the fan base. Because, look, Texas fans are eerily similar to Ole Miss fans, where they just love – misery loves its company, and they love to hate their team. But Vince Young – Running into the corner of the end zone, you know, Keith Jackson, you know, he's got it. That was 16 years ago. Oh, my God. Think about how long ago that was. Well, as you were talking, all I was thinking was that was probably the most fun outside of the teams that I love, those big moments, the Braves, the Cowboys, Ole Miss, outside of those teams, those big moments. That game, when I had really no – yeah, that was by far my most – enjoyable I was gonna say that's one of the best college football games ever ever um I mean that was so long ago 16 years ago January 4th 2006 holy cow so uh, they're not bad I was in college I was at Ole Miss (laughs) that was yeah that I was I was still in high school at that moment oh my god so yeah I mean could they be really good this year sure they got a ton of talent They've done well in the transfer portal. Quinn Ewers is there. He's battling with Hudson Card. Yeah, sure. Sark can get it done. But, I mean, last year they struggled. And it, it was they would just – I don't know. It, watching some of their games on Saturday, it, was, it just didn't feel like they were back or close to being back. Alabama and Georgia, there is no are they back. I, I was being here. sarcastic. I was being sarcastic. I know they're not back. They're not back. I well, will say, yeah. again, totally off topic, that – one player, I was absolutely convinced. And I think other people listening were like this too. Just there was no doubt in my mind, slam dunk, going to be an awesome pro Hall of Famer, Vince Young. And I got it absolutely wrong. Bad situation for him, but I just thought there was no doubt. He you was and everyone be. else got that wrong. Yeah. Everybody I mean, loved Vince Young. Vince Young was awesome. Him and Jeff Fisher didn't jive. God, just Jeff Fisher. So do you see him on the sideline of, uh, I guess it's the USFL. Yeah, what is, what it, it is? the Michigan Panthers? God, he and he was wearing a backwards hat like Jeff. Man, he drafted rebranding. He drafted, and he didn't just draft Shea Patterson. He drafted Shea Patterson first overall in this draft. Yeah, <laughs> and also your buddy Grayson Weir, who co-hosts hashtag Not Committed Zach's podcast oh, yeah. here on the Talk of Champions Network. Sean <laughs> Patterson slid into his DMs like Sean still. You're still doing this. Still searching names on Twitter. Oh, well, you know, I've had my own experience this week. Yeah, yeah. So it's For those that don't know, I made a stupid joke. My friend Bunky Perkins on Twitter made a joke. I think Ted Cruz tweeted out something about how Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, in the fight with Disney, God. he said Mickey yeah. Mouse Clubhouse is going to be Mickey and Pluto getting it on, which is the, the, objectively the, funny. That's <laughs> funny. That is objectively funny. It's a the funny num- thing to say. The number one domestic enemy, Disney. <laughs> it's an objectively funny thing to say. So Bunky takes it and starts reimagining this version of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, to which someone says, like, Donald Duck will be a loyal listener of Clay Travis's podcast, which is hysterical to me. And yeah. I said that Goofy would be a reformed Christian that acts like Hugh Freeze and blames all of his stupid Goofy falls like, ooh, on you know, God testing him like Job, 
that's a very stupid like i'm not making fun of you freeze he just acts like you freeze you know you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah he says stuff he's being nice but he's not it's like the meanest nice person you know when he freeze says to you i don't know what your core values are i mean i know you're saying it nicely <laughs> but you're still being a dick anyway hugh i like you i really do he's just kind of funny to me because he takes himself so seriously and i'm telling you not 20 minutes and we don't follow each other. Me and you haven't talked in a while. He DMs me on Twitter. DMs me. And I, okay, now I'm going to have to read the thing to the people. Okay, where is it? He goes, uh, it's amazing some of the stuff you can just make up out of the blue and say, never once have I even thought that. That's beyond goofy. Womp, womp. Just plain wrong. I am what I am. Never blamed anyone, especially God. And all I wrote back was, Man, listen, Hugh, I freely admit I'm an idiot. You've got to take stuff so, so less seriously, man. You've got to chill out. And he just wrote back, thanks, brother. I don't, I don't understand. Brother. Just sitting, it, sitting over there in Liberty in the middle of the I'm assuming spring football practices are happening right now. And yet he's on his phone searching Twitter and finds a response about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, a joke from Ted Cruz about Mickey and Pluto getting it on, which is funny which is funny. And he thought I was like saying that he blamed all of his past transgressions on God testing. That's not what I said, but why does that matter to your millionaire? You're a millionaire. Do you think, Hugh I think Freeze most says, Ole Miss fans would still take him back in a heartbeat. I still think so. Which is insane. Yeah. Do you think he says brother like that? Do you think he says it yes. like macho? Okay. But I say, but I say brother a lot too. I don't say brother. I say bro. And that is so douchey, I know, but it's a very bad habit. I don't like what's a good term of endearment for somebody you don't know all that well. If I'm talking to um, uh, an offensive GA graduate assistant at Ole Miss about some recruiting stuff, do I text or call the guy or he texts or calls me and say, hey, buddy, what's going on? I just say, hey, bro, how you doing? It still sounds douchey out of, I guess, kind of out of context. But what is a better yeah, way to say that? I don't really know if there's a proper way. Is bro okay? Is to, it acceptable? Here's the question. That's if you fine. want to respond on Twitter, let me know at Spirit Ben. Is it acceptable <laughs> for somebody you don't know all that well to call you bro? How do you take that? Do you take that as like, oh, you douchebag? Or do you go, hey, buddy, good to hear from you too? I'm genuinely curious. I'm taking you down. All these, you have these great points you're making about recruiting. You're actually giving people stuff they want to listen to. And what am I doing? I'm derailing everything. So I will now shut up, mute my mic, and let you finish talking about quarterbacks. Going to jump right back to Zach Barry in this edition of Talk of Champions, hashtag not committed recruit. Check, I don't know. After we hear briefly from BNA Bank and Alan Samuels, Chrysler Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Vox for two sponsors of my podcast, Talk of Champions. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. Ah, it's springtime in Oxford again. Who doesn't love springtime in Oxford? Flowers blooming, the squares popping. Ole Miss baseball, a little Ole Miss spring football. It's honestly one of the best times of the year, so why not enjoy it? See all the beauty that Oxford has to offer in a brand new car, truck, or Jeep. Well, if you're in the market 
The only place to go, Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates them from every other dealership in Oxford, Mississippi, as Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now, this is the only place to go. And when you go, ask for Brian or Mason. Tell them Talk of Champions sent you and take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides by contacting them at 662 662- Two three four eight thousand. That's six six two two three four eight thousand. Twenty two zero one East University Avenue in Oxford, Mississippi. Alan Samuels, a proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. Okay, um, I love the deep breath. <laughs> like, all right, finally, good God. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Rashada coming in for an official visit is big. Now, we talked about Dante Moore going to Oregon. I don't think that means Oregon is giving up on Rashada at all. They're just doing their due diligence. Oh, no, they would take him immediately. Yeah. So, again, I mean, I think this is – you know, it's absolutely something to keep an eye on this weekend because with the recent surge from Oregon, Ole Miss wants to bring him in, have him meet the new OC, Charlie Wise Jr., sit down with Lane Kiffin, Meet the other new staffers. Watch the spring game. They, hey, look, here's Jackson Dart. Here's Luke Altmyer. Here's what they're doing in the offense. They've got Zach Evans. They've got Michael Trigg, whoever. I don't. Even, who knows who's playing in the spring game, but they're going to be able to show a tangible thing here. This is what you would be doing in our offense. So it's a big deal. Marcel Reed will be in town. Um, same thing. Another official visitor that will be in town, Will Conformby. He will also be one to keep an eye on this weekend. They're number as, one offensive lineman, number yes. one combo wide receiver in Caden Lee, and both of their current top quarterback targets in Marcel Reed and Rashada. Yeah. And so form B official visit this weekend. Um they love his game. And you, you talked about Rashada blowing up. Yeah, that's exactly same, what I was thinking. Same thing. Same guy. He I was dominated. talking to him back in November, and he had a lot of interest and in stuff. But as far as firm offers, I don't think he had what he has now, which is pretty much every school of consequence. He has absolutely blown up. Yeah, dominated in Atlanta at the Under Armour camp that I was at. Um, played right tackle primarily in the one-on-ones, um, but he's a bona fide power five left tackle. Um, released his top five, Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn, Oklahoma, Ole Miss. I'm going to go on record here. I think Ole Miss is in the lead. I think they've been in the lead for a long time. Alabama's going to be tough, man. Here comes that same monster coming out of the closet to crawl up and scare the shit out of you while you're trying to sleep, (laughs) and it's Nick Saban. They offered him. He's told me repeatedly. Wait, 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 wait. When you think of the boogeyman, you think of Nick Saban? I think of Sully from Monsters, Inc., if we're going to keep the Disney train going here. Um, but, you know, you know he's know a old. nice guy. You know how I know we're old? We talked about Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Disney. Yeah. This is, And I was going to say, when you were reading out the, the DM that Hugh sent you, he quoted Popeye. <laughs> he I did. Oh, he did. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, Alabama's going to be tough to beat. He's told me 
I'm pretty sure he said it to you. He said it to other people. He said that the hometown factor is not something that's going to ultimately make a decision for him. Does it but ever really factor in for real? Sometimes it does. And not just hometown, but in-state stuff. Recently, I mean, though, I don't think so. Not recently. It's it's a case-by-case thing. Now, for okay. him, I think because Ole Miss has recruited him the longest, he has a great matter. relationship with Jake Thornton. He mm-hmm. likes Coach. He likes Lane Kiffin. Um, I think that matters to him. And he's again, made, like, what, four or five visits? I mean – I would say at least three visits he's made to Ole Miss. At least three since November. Efforting. You don't have to effort it. I think it's at least three. This weekend makes it five. Since I tie. Look at me. I'm an idiot. But I hit that, that number. Maybe, just maybe. I know a little bit more than I think I do about recruiting. Good for me. I'm patting Give myself on the back. Thanks, man. Good job, Ben. Give yourself great, some credit. Man. Good job. No, um, no one wants to hear this. Yeah, so I, I think that Ole Miss still holds the lead. They're obviously going to try to solidify that this weekend, but he's going to take officials. I would imagine he takes one to Alabama. Oklahoma seems to be making some noise. Tennessee, I don't know. Auburn. Isn't it crazy, though, how it feels like Ole Miss and Oklahoma, all of a sudden, since about December, January, they're competing for so many guys. It's weird. Crazy. It's almost like someone was working double time. It's almost like it's almost like there's a little bit of screw you, no screw you going on. Could Where be. Who can, say? Who, could, who could say? Who could say? Um, I like Ole Miss here though for Form B. Um, again, I just think Ooh, the can we breaking news that? Yeah, or or or, or Stephen A. We get a Stephen A. Okay, sound. We, we don't. I don't have a Stephen A. Sound. First take. Um, I don't have that. I don't have that. This is more you, of first you take. You can't be serious. Don't, 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 don't do that. Um, don't do that. Yeah, I, I think the longevity of that relationship has pushed Ole Miss ahead. But, again, it's Alabama. It's hard to say Notre Nick Saban and what they built. So, again, we'll see. He's in town on an official. Um, as we record this, I don't know the arrival time per se, but uh, Dante Dowdle will be arriving for his unofficial today. That's my pick um, for the most likely next commitment. That's not a quarterback. He, I mean, I don't hate that either. Um, He's really good. Great kid, too. And, again, if we're keeping on the theme of blowing up, I mean, another guy. In two months. Turned heads at the Atlanta camp and then just to the moon. In two months. It was two months' time, and everybody offered. He went from having Southern Miss and South Alabama to everybody. Everybody wanted him. Well, I, I, he was at that camp, and I mean, what did he turned, do at the camp? What did he do that turned heads? To me, he moved way better than people thought that he would. When I was there, I was talking to some national guys. They knew about him. They knew what he did as a as a junior. His stats, won a state championship, all that. But they wanted to see how well he moved, catching passes out of the backfield. And I think that's where people really were like, okay, yeah, this is a legit prospect because. He does not move like a guy that's 220 pounds. He moves like somebody that's 180, 185. Um, I think that stood out. Pretty good hands for a big guy. And that day in Atlanta, the weather was absolutely terrible. It was raining. It was cold. And he just really moved well, stood out against every uh, everybody else that was there in attendance. Um, his name is escaping me at the moment. Justice Haynes 
um, the number four overall running back in the country. He was there. And I mean, he looked every bit as good as him. Um, moved extremely well. And, um, you know, bag drills, everything looks the part. I mean, he's the stereotypical, you know, looks good in, in a uniform. You want him to get off the bus first, all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, Did he bring Oregon, his lunch pail. <laughs> he's blue collar. Oh, um, okay. First guy in, last guy out. Um, but yeah, he told Sam Spiegelman of on three uh, that he would be making a decision May 13th. Um, and then he's got three visits before he sets his, uh, before he uh, makes his decision, I should say. He's going to be in Ole Miss uh, today, Thursday, as we record this. He will leave on Friday, make his way over to Fayetteville to go check out Arkansas. And then he will go to Louisville at the end of the month, April 30th. And then he did leave a small window for if he wants to take one more visit. Could be a return visit somewhere. Could be somewhere new. Um, Oregon, he's been out to Oregon. He liked the visit there. Um, he's Florida State, Georgia Tech. I think this is an Ole Miss to lose type situation. He, some of the quotes that he said about Lane Kiffin and you know, he's, you know, he said he's got the receipts. He's coached Heisman Trophy winners. He says his favorite player, a guy that he patterns his game after is Derrick Henry. Um, so he's seen what Lane Kiffin can do with a running back like that in his offense. Dowdle's not as big as Derrick Henry. Not many people are. Um, but a guy that has a similar running style can, can get out on the edge and outrun you, but he's also powerful between the tackles. Um, another important prospect that will be in town today and into tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can find it at Ohm Spirit, part of on three. We've got the full visit list. I mean, it is loaded. Uh, over 40 prospects will be in town. It is, um, it, look, it's a pivotal weekend for Ole Miss and their high school recruiting cycle. Oh, it's huge. This is a big weekend. Does it surprise you at all that Ole Miss, considering its success in the portal, and considering the, how it's kind of de-emphasized, like a lot of schools have, early commitments and recruiting multiple cycles down the line, hitting out a bunch of offers. Does it surprise you that they seem um, to be much more active in 2023, 24, and 25, guys? Because every single scrimmage, every single Saturday scrimmage this spring, they've had double-digit prospects for the next three recruiting cycles in town. When we've covered it all at the Omospirit, Omospirit.com, and on 3com Does it surprise you? No, not at all. I mean, I think that Lane Kiffin and the staff have shown what they could do in the portal. So I think that they're getting out ahead of everybody else, or at least trying to engaging the interest of these younger prospects. So like, okay, we're going to bring in, uh, you know, for instance, uh, Walt Claire Flynn Jr. 2024 offensive lineman. They're bringing him in. Want to gauge his interest. He's been to Ohio state. Um, everybody wants him. Uh, Georgia, Georgia tech, Clemson, He's been to all these places, Florida. They want to bring a guy like that in before, you know, it's his cycle. It's his, you know, going into his senior year. They want to bring him in and, and, and have that tough talk. You know, hey, we like you a lot. Do you like us? Because they want to make sure that they're focusing on a certain number of high school prospects because they are also going to flip the switch and focus on transfer portal prospects as well because the game has changed. Lane Kiffin has talked about it ad nauseum in press conferences. He's talked about it, you know, signing day, wrap-up press conferences. He said it. He's not shot away from it. 
they're going to treat the portal as free agency, as making trades, whatever you want to call it. So they are going to put a ton of energy into a smaller than normal number of high school prospects. And they're going to try to pick and choose who they want, see if they can get them. And if they can't, they'll look to the portal. That's what they're going to do. So I think that you, you hit the nail on the head there when you're talking about looking down the road at 24, 25. You mentioned 26. They're bringing in Julian Lewis, the 26 quarterback, um, who already has an Ole Miss offer. Penn State's offered him. Georgia's offered him. Uh, Tennessee's offered him. They're bringing him in again. He, he's been to Oxford before. He wants to come back. He, he, I talked to him when I was in Atlanta. Says he loves the offense. His family loves Oxford. He wants to come back and check it out. So they're trying to put out those feelers early so they can know who is serious about coming to Ole Miss potentially and who's just coming for a visit and to just have a good time. Well, that's so, not as fun as my first take like reach about how there's a rumor out there. I haven't confirmed it, but it's a rumor <laughs> out there that Kiffin's kids have enrolled in Oxford public schools. Oh, I can confirm that. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, I don't know how to approach that. <laughs> is that what we do now? I know one is enrolled and one will start in the fall. Okay, great. But here's what there I'm saying. Go. That's a big thing. That's a, There you go. Breaking news. I'm not going to do the breaking news sound there. But, yeah, I, I didn't know how to go about verifying that because I didn't when Houston Nuts kids were enrolled in school, I thought that it was just something that they did. Hugh Freeze, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But I think with Lane Kiffin and the concern about him being a flight risk or the perception of him being a flight risk, that is more news. But I just didn't know you how you journalistically, not that we're really journalists, let's be honest, that's kind of <laughs> stupid. I didn't know how you approach that. Yeah. Do you really need to verify that? Or is that just something that when you find hey. out, you find out? I don't know. I'm, I'm just a guy in Nashville that sits on Twitter, so what do I know? Uh-oh. Can, Stop. Hey, don't talk about confirm. my friend Zach that way. Don't talk about my friend Zach that way. <laughs> well, what confirm. I was going to say is, you know, that shows or confirms to some people who want to believe it that Lane Kiffin is here for a couple of years at least, for a handful what? of years, which is – it's been a year-to-year thing through the first two years of whether Lane Kiffin was going to be at Ole Miss long-term or not. But there's something I said before the last recruiting cycle – and, and I held firm with it, and I said it again, I think, when all the different dominoes were falling in the coaching cycle stuff. How if Lane Kiffin survives this particular recruiting – not recruiting – survives this particular coaching cycle, both in the college ranks and in the NFL, that he will be Ole Miss's head coach for at least the next two, three, possibly four years, if not a little bit longer. And that's held true, and I think that that could be used then as – kids enrolling in public school it see it feels icky to talk about it it does that sounds icky well now it's weird kids are in public it's, it's weird. weird it's weird but now you can kind of confirm it it does make some sense but, and then if you look at his pattern as far as recruiting it's always been about making this one team in this year and it looked like that way in the portal getting jackson dart and michael trick just patch up these holes because pretty much it's year to year the same lane kiffin drama every off season and I think almost fans kind of got tired of it this time around. And now that you hear that news and then you see how he's operating, not just solely focused on the short term. I mean, it's not really just short term because you're getting a lot of these kids for multiple years like Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. But he's not thinking about the immediate. He wants to be good, yes, but the long-term viability of his program, which I think wasn't really necessarily the case, at least perceptionally, before we kind of got all this confirmation bias. 
We'll jump right back to Zach Barry in this crossover edition of Talk of Champions, Not Committed, whatever it is, after Zach tells you briefly about a couple of sponsors of Hashtag Not Committed. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor-outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta catfish to smash burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering. From weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet-friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild in South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top-notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two-for-one Moscow mules, all of that and more, the best and brightest in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. Show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com and you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. Show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. I, look, I've talked, I've said this before on the podcast that you and I did months ago. I've said it, I believe I've said it on the message board. Um, and I've just in talking with people around Oxford and they're just observing how Lane Kiffin moves and operates in Oxford. And he I, bought said, a dog. Yeah. And it's a yellow lab too. So that is just full blown oldness right there. But I, I think he actually likes Oxford a lot. And I, I think, think that there it's was grown always on him. I don't think he disliked yeah. it. But I think it's grown on him in a way that it fits his unique personality better than it did when he originally got here. Yeah. I mean, I think he looked at it like most coaches do, right? It's a job. I'm here to do a job, whatever. But I think it was he the likes best it. job. It was, I think it was the best job available to what was originally his intent. And it's not a bad thing. Most coaches are this way. Um, I went to FAU. I did this. I'll go to Old Miss, which is a good or a good program, a, a top 20 program, and use that to propel me to. LSU yeah. or yeah. whatever you think is amongst the college football elite. And I think it, it fits the small town 
works well for him because he's not a guy that's going to go out and as, as quirky and flamboyant as he can be on Twitter, he's not some just super outgoing, you know, get out in the public and, and hang out with people left. And Ole Miss, I mean, I think, Ole Miss people are good about leaving you alone. Yeah. So I think that, that's not everywhere. It, it's, it's an sec program. So obviously the best conference in, in the country for college football, it's the best division in the country for college football but it's still a small town. It's a small university. He can go down to Florida and go fishing. He can go out and, you know, at, before they moved, he could go see the kids in California and then he could come back to Oxford. And, and, where is, where, and what other place would he get the freedom he's gotten in two years at Ole Miss? Honestly. I, I mean, there are a few you schools you could pick like Mississippi state would probably give him that same kind of freedom. Oregon, Eugene's a small place. Um, where he could do whatever he wants. He can go in the private jet and go fishing. He's oh, just yeah. – when you Phil need – Phil Knight when would probably need, give him his own jet. When you need Lane Kiffin to be Lane Kiffin on Saturdays, official visits to have FaceTime in a in a Porsche with Davis and Igbenosin. Yeah, yeah. He's there, but otherwise – You could park the Aston Martin in the middle of the street yeah, and hang yeah. out with Jackson Dart. So when you Michael need Trey. Lane Kiffin to be Lane Kiffin, he is Lane Kiffin. Otherwise, there's really no oversight of what he's doing with his time. Yeah. What, what, what I'm other getting school at, would do that? Not many. Honestly. The ones he wanted, the ones he was going to use Ole Miss for to get, like LSU, you're not going to get that kind of freedom. Say LSU so you got a top 20 it. job in Ole Miss, a top 20 job. We'd all agree on that. Even the most ardent Mississippi State defender can have, I can't say that Ole Miss is not a top 20 job. It's a top 20 job. Yeah. So it's not uh, others who three. are worse coaches than him have made it into a yeah. top 40 job. So if Alabama's number one, because of course it is, or Georgia's number one, a or one B or number two and Clemson's number three, you're not going to get that same kind of freedom at Ohio state, Oklahoma came open. You weren't even considered. You weren't going to get that kind of freedom. Even if you got involved in that search, Yeah, I can still do what I want to do, but it Ole miss. I think the only way now that Lane Kiffin, I don't think he leaves for a college job anytime in the next four years. I think it's completely about the NFL. And I could be totally wrong at the end of this, and I'll hold me to it. But it's just the vibe I get, and then you see that rumor that's now been confirmed by Zach Berry of the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, infleetabone3.com. A lot of that has to do with my own laziness, too, not checking in on that. Because you really check in on that. And, and, like, the dog. He buys the dog. It's icky to say, anybody bought a dog. Does that mean he's staying at Ole Miss? It feels weird. What I was getting at with all this is that I think he – I've said that he likes Oxford, and I've said mm. that he will stay for a couple years. And people are like, no, you're crazy. He's trying to get out as quickly as possible. Well, he was, though. But he, after winning 10 games in the regular season for the first time ever, I think that's when he really was like, okay, you can win big here. You yeah, can see, I don't, do I, don't, I, I think he always knew you could win in that way. Well, sustainably, I don't know if he thought he ever could do that here sustainably, but I do think he could accomplish exactly what he wanted to. He was he was searching for other jobs. I think he really started not to oh, come yes. to terms with it. It's not he like you're resigning. Was. You're not resigning yourself to Ole Miss. I mean, if, 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 there's, if Ole Miss ever got to a place where its head coach is resigning itself, himself – to being the head coach, well, that, that's just shitty. That's just shitty. And I don't think that that's what Lane Kiffin was necessarily doing. But once he realized that, oh, I'm not going to be the, the hot ticket item I, I think I am because there is a lot of things that Ole Miss offers that no one else offers me, Lane Kiffin, an elite head coach in college football. And there is 
a, there, there is a real um, benefit to that. I mean, there's something that needs to be said about that. Like that's something that Ole Miss should have as a mark in its favor, not as a con or anything like that. And so Ole Miss has done everything it needed to do to support Lane Kiffin, to make Lane Kiffin feel like this is the place where you can do all those things. And now he's gotten to the place where he's more amenable to that uh, potential future at Ole Miss. Does that make sense? It's like the perspective changed because he needed some perspective to, to know what other schools that he would think about leaving for are thinking about him right now. And knowing and learning to appreciate, truly appreciate the situation you have and the uniqueness of the situation that you have with how Ole Miss treats Lane Kiffin. And you throw in the fact that Keith Carter's basically said, we'll, we'll do whatever we can to yeah. make the football program as good as it can be. That's a huge step forward in keeping him for multiple years because, oh, yeah. Let me, ask you, let me was, ask you one other thing. If you could uh, – go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. What were you saying? No. Well, well I was going to say, he, he absolutely was looking at other jobs. He was thinking about leaving. He was looking at Miami, Oregon, whatever. He was perking his ears up to anything that opened up. I think once the season that he had concluded, regardless of what happened in the Sugar Bowl, yeah, of course he was confident that he could win and he could do big things. But I think that that really was like, okay, let's go. Like, that's why they hit the portal so hard. They're going to try to keep the momentum going. And then you've got Keith Carter and the athletic uh, foundation putting in such a, just a, I mean, you were talking about a, a foot forward. I mean, a emphatically heavy foot forward and boosting facilities, boosting the locker room, um, doing whatever they can to improve the stadium, um, which that's another podcast for another day. But I I think that that went a long way in Lane Kiffin kind of having a talk with himself and, you know, taking a step back and saying, okay, like, you know, I I can, I can hang here for a little bit because as long as they're winning and he's getting what he wants and people leave him the hell alone, he doesn't need to go anywhere because he's in the sec. He can compete against the best. He can recruit to the SEC. He can recruit to the SEC West. And he's built his own unique brand that fits perfectly with Ole Miss to where it's honestly the perfect setup for him. I agree. Let's move four years down the line. It's April 2026. Who are the head coaches for Ole Miss football, basketball, and baseball? Mm. Start with baseball and basketball. Baseball, I'm going to say Dan McDonald. Yes. That was my and if answer. not, Dan McDonald will be Cliff Godwin. Yeah. Um, another wild card, Link Jarrett from Notre Dame. It's a good one. Um, it's not going to get past from Cliff Louisiana Godwin. Tech. If Cliff Godwin gets offered that job, it'll be Cliff Godwin. Yeah, I don't think he'll be the first one to get the offer, though. I think Dan McDonald will be. Absolutely. And I think it'll be um, in about <laughs> – no, it, might, it might be, stop, it might stop, be Monday stop. morning. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Basketball. Man, I not going to be Mike White. No, thank God. Um, no, stop. I was. Here's I was my really... only thing I'll say about Mike White. If you're an Ole Miss fan that can't get on board with what Ole Miss basketball is, NIL wise, Ole Miss still isn't doing what Alabama's doing, what Georgia's doing, hell, what Kentucky's doing right now in football and NIL. But Ole Miss is competitive enough to where basketball they can get it too. Done. They got Oscar Sheboy to come back. Yeah, Kentucky. That's right. I, I, I'll tell you, it's not because Oscar Sheboy likes the it was because he can make the, the money. salads and yeah, Lexington. yeah. It's because he can make the money. Now, Ole Miss is competitive enough in football. It's not 
like Kentucky and Alabama and Georgia in football, but it's doing a really good job. Tennessee, Tennessee's really stepped up in an aisle, but Ole Miss is doing yeah. a really good job. Basketball, Ole Miss is not. It doesn't. It just doesn't have a chance with what little lack yeah. of interest there is in giving money from fans to the NIL to give, go get good basketball players. Baseball, baseball is, is an event sport. Basketball isn't. It, it, then what I mean by an event sport is like people plan their weekends around going. Yeah, to I was going to say it's it's a destination. Yeah, it's a destination. It's it's less about the game itself. Uh, the That's draw is like being with your fr- yeah, being with your friends, hanging out, and you oh, you hit a home run, and then you're talking about you know what the last two months have been like with your kids. Yeah. Now um, the sport, the sport lends to that because baseball is a slow yeah, game. Sure, but like basketball, if you went to a ba- Ole Miss basketball game, not not taking into account any of the other stuff that we all know about the lack of any kind of history at Ole Miss, the very little postseason success, financially not supporting this program, the spaceship it played in for thirty years. Taking all that out of it, just looking at it from this perspective, when you go to an Ole Miss basketball game, what are you going there for? The draw is just the game itself. So football, mm-hmm. it's got the Grove, it's got tailgate and all that kind of stuff that you enjoy doing in football games. It's not just about the game itself. It's events. The same thing with baseball, but with NIL, they still don't have the kind of support with football. It's just smaller. It's just a smaller fan base. There's nothing wrong with that because Ole Miss fans are stepping up and doing what they need to do to keep Ole Miss competitive where it matters the most to them. That is football. All right. So if you know that about Ole Miss basketball, knowing that it can't truly compete, then if you can't as an Ole Miss fan get on board with a Mike White, which would be most like Ole Miss is never going to be too good for a Mike White. So I just don't like hearing fans say stuff. And this is not a defense of Mike White. This is more about an indictment on the program, like Mike White's resume would be the most successful. It, you would build a statue for Mike White if he did that at Ole Miss. If he didn't even did half of that at Ole Miss. Yeah. Even half of that. So you can't be one of those people say, oh, thank God. Until y'all actually, I mean, I'm not, I'm not blaming anybody. It's totally okay. Pay your money to whatever you want to pay it to. It's support what you want to support. But if you really want true, consistent success in basketball, it's, it's all about NIL now. I mean, I think even Lane Kiffin would say, all right, I'm going to give you $3 million. Well, that's not going to get you anything. I'm going to give you $20 million, and you can either update some facilities or pour it all into NIL. I guarantee you say, oh, the facilities, whatever. Because it's not even about facilities anymore. It used to be, oh, you got to keep up with the Joneses. we got to have our locker room looking like, a, you know, a fluorescent club in New York. Yeah. No, it's not even about that. I mean, you got uh, kids coming in from 2026. When I lo- I talk to them every day. You do too. 2024, 2023, uh, 2025, even some 2026 quarterbacks. And they all say the same thing. Oh, my God, amazing. Facilities are great. And let's be honest, almost facilities are lacking. That's something we've been talking about for a while. But mm-hmm. the, the, per- the, the priorities have changed for these kids. It's all about NIL. All of it. Yeah. That's it. You paying? Because if you're not – you're not going to get them. And Ole Miss fans have done a good job because look what they got done in football. But you're wondering, oh, why is Ole Miss committing this guy, that guy in basketball? Well, yeah, I I don't know. I can't don't speak be for dismissive every... of a Mike White is what I'm saying. Well, here's here's my reasoning. I, I can't speak for everyone. Me as someone who. As as, as part of my job to cover. I simply responded like that because I would just want something different, something new to cover. Yeah, you know about I Mike White. Mm. You know he's an Ole Miss guy. Like, I, 
Just try try something totally different. Yeah, I mean, after Kermit Davis, you, you got to do something. You, I don't know. I don't know. You got to go. So you're not saying young Kermit up Davis and comer. You're not saying Kermit no. Davis is 2026. No. All right, who's you got to go? You got to go young up and comer. I don't know if it's a G5 guy that's that's won a lot, or if you're going an NBA assistant that's got connections. I, I honestly don't have a name. I, do you have a name? Because I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't. Basically, I want to ask you. If he wasn't Lane Kiffin, if, if, if Lane, Lane, is Lane Kiffin, oh, okay. So it's 2026. This time, four so. years from now, Lane Kiffin is still the head coach at Ole Miss. I think so. Mm-hmm. I think what he's built in two years very quickly. Uh, I do think he's going to get a legitimate four-star blue chip quarterback in this class. And you've still got Jackson Dart, Luke Altmaier, whoever wins that battle, going to be around for at least two more years. So mm-hmm. you're going to have a really good to elite quarterback for a couple of years. Then you tack on the four-star that you sign in this class that you get into the system, you groom them to take over, and they're still recruiting at a high level at that position for 24, 25, 26. I mean, they, they haven't got, they haven't committed anyone yet, but they're, they're peaking the interest of these high profile quarterbacks. I mean, um, Julian saying 2024 quarterback from California, came in for an unofficial visit during the week. I mean, I know that they do it for every other school too, but when you've got NIL, NIL, it's such a big deal now at all these bigger programs and they're still coming unofficially on their own dime. That says a lot. And again, I just think Kiffin likes Oxford. He likes the small town. He likes how people leave him alone. Keith Carter's letting him do what he wants and they're getting some upgrades. I think he'll be around because I do think Ole Miss can, can win I mean, I think the floor for 2022 is eight wins. I don't think that's ask too hot. Me in August, ask me in August. Okay. I don't know it's about far- this quarterback battle. It, it legitimately is even. It's yeah. even. Which, depending on how you look at it, I mean, Dart's brand new, and he's hanging in there with Luke Altmaier, who's a good quarterback mm-hmm. and knows the system. I mean, I think that's great. I mean, a quarterback competition that goes into the fall is great. Because, look, if there was a clear-cut – Favorite. I mean, if Jackson Dart was just blowing Luke Altmaier out of the water, who's to say Luke Altmaier doesn't get in the portal in the summer? I mean, they need to have the depth. So I think it's good for two reasons to keep the depth. And I just think that competition's great. I mean, you saw um, Jake Thompson of the Ole Spirit, part of on three, talked with Casey Kelly about it. And he's Casey Kelly said, Hey, I'm embracing it. Like we all want to score. And I think it's great to have the portal additions and to have that competition each and every day. I mean, that's why you look at programs like Alabama and Georgia and Ohio state and all these programs that stockpile all these great players. Well, they're going up against the best of the best every day in practice. That's only going to make them better. So the competition thing is just going to breed success. And yeah, I mean, I think they could still win eight, nine games, maybe something bounces their way and they, do something crazy and go back to back 10 win regular seasons. It, it could happen. But as far as a basketball name, man, I don't know. My guy was Todd Golden. He's at Florida now. So he's out of it. I was a big Todd Golden fan when he was at San Francisco. I got Francisco. a text. I got a text as we're recording and wrapping this up. Okay. The claims of Kiffin's kids enrolling at Oxford's in the Oxford School District OSD. Asked my good source. Oldest daughter, oldest daughter, I can't talk today. Oldest daughter looked at Oxford High School 
but the mom wouldn't authorize the move. So the mystery drags on. Well, how many daughters does he have? Two? Oh, I'm not. We're not doing this. We can't do this. Let's not just start. Just that's part of the rumory stuff. Just let it be what it is. You don't have to. You don't have to do it. Well, while you do that, have you ever wondered what you're going to do for retirement, or if you're ever actually going to be able to retire? Well, if so, give my friend Thomas Chandler a call. He specializes in retirement investment planning and loves helping people plan for their dream. Give him a call today at six six two. 2960186 that's 6622960186 and start taking control of your future today with my buddy Thomas Chandler who sponsors Talk of Champions. All right, you efforted and what did you find out? Against my better judgment I'm allowing you to say this. Three kids. Three so kids. So the you obviously have Monty Knox Kiffin, which everyone knows, Landry Kiffin and then Presley Kiffin. So I believe one of the daughters is enrolled and then Knox would be the one enrolling in the fall. Okay. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> this is what we did. We took some time in the year 2022. So what do we learn today on talk of champion slash not committed slash recruit check? What do we really learn that Lane Kiffin's kids or a few of them may or may not be enrolled in Oxford? It's amazing. Because everything else is just me taking you completely away from the topic at hand and down a rabbit hole that we shouldn't be going down. Hopefully it turned out okay, though. I think it turned out okay. Sure. Yeah, it was great. We, we got we it's got 40-plus prospects ascending. Mm-hmm. No, you, it's not, I wanted to say this, but now you've done it publicly, so I have to say it's not ascending. It's descending on. Ascending. <laughs> Whatever. On. Well, you're not going to ascend. You, you know what I'm High saying. in the air. Ascend to heaven. You Ascending don't ascend into the to Oxford. You descend on, but even if you descend on, that means you're coming unexpectedly. So just say they're coming not, into town. Stop trying to be not, fancy with the spices. Not hydrated. Um, Stop trying so to be fancy. They'll be in town. <laughs> I will be there. I will do my best to talk to every single one of them. No, 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 no. I, I got that, man. You don't have to do that. You're just coming <laughs> in town to enjoy yourself. I got that. Why talk to them on campus? You want to talk to them afterwards and find out what how it was. Like I've always never enjoyed that. And me and, and Neil and David have all talked about this recently. We're kind of done with the whole, hey, go up there and see the kids that come on campus. Hey, so what are you doing here at Ole Miss? Well, that's going to be old within an hour or two. Talk to them afterwards. You don't have to be well, there hey. in person to talk to them. There's so many ways to communicate now. Text, call, I'm gonna talk, DM. I'm going to talk about everything but football because Kiffin has challenged people to bring their best shoe game to the Grove Bowl. So I'm going I am to, offended. Uh, I am offended because today you can be offended by anything. I am offended that they're doing drip in the sip. I do not have good drip. So I feel like I am being marginalized for my lack of drip. You gotta get you gotta get your drip in check, man. Well, what am I supposed to do? I'm 36. I'm 36 with two beautiful babies, 10 and six. God, Ben, you almost screwed that up. Love my wife, love my family, love they've got a good life. But I wear the same clothes I've been wearing for 10 years. I mean, the only thing that changes are the shoes. I got some own clouds for Christmas. There you go. That's a dad shoe, though. I mean, that's that's like dad drip, though. I'm not stepping out in some baller Nikes, some Jordans, some Air Force Ones. Is that still a thing? 
No yeah, one made that I, a thing. Okay, so Air Force I ones got, are still a I thing. got some Air Force ones. All right, well, I don't have one of them. I don't have any of them. I only have like one pair of shoes and some flip-flops that everyone will say, oh, yeah, we know about the flip-flops, Ben. All I ever see you in is flip-flops. I actually got that recently. I walked. Are I, they, I went to, are I they went rainbows? To, yes. Classic. <laughs> yes. Of course they are. Yes. Again, I've been wearing the same stuff for 10 years. So I go to a visitation for a buddy of mine, and uh, – one of the first things somebody says to me is like, hey, man, good to see these terrible circumstances. I'm surprised to see you wearing shoes with a back on them. Thanks, man. Neat. Damn. Roasted <laughs> I actually, your ass. I actually, yeah, I actually thought it was pretty funny, to be honest with you. It's like, oh, well, that kind of lightens things up because, yeah, I could wear flip-flops with. I don't even own a suit, man. I have no drip. I have been mar- oh, I am being ostracized by Ole Miss, by Zach Barry, for my complete and utter lack of drip. So you're telling me that I couldn't do it. No, Ben Garrett, no drip, would not go down. Mm-hmm. Take your time with it. Are you going to get this out? You're really struggling here. You're like one. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to find the best way to deliver this, Garrett. So you, okay. so you wouldn't go down to Broadway and Eleventh in Manhattan around mm-hmm. Union Square and wait yeah. in line to go inside the Flight Club? No, no, no. Okay, uh-uh. um, I would go down probably wearing a fanny pack and carrying all my kids stuff. And we'd be going to the most touristy thing imaginable. Cause that's where I am in life. Now they'd be like, all these people would be yeah. going to like this really cool club. And I'd have to be going to what hard rock cafe. And it's not oh, like this man. just happens. It's not like a moment in your life where you, you flip a switch and suddenly you're an adult. It just kind of becomes that your friends call. I mean, I'm and, not going to a club. Yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't, even if I wanted to, the flight club's cool. Even if even if you don't buy anything, it's cool to go in there. And is it shoes. bad? Does it add to the um, non-coolness of your friend Ben that I didn't <laughs> even know what that club was? No, it's no not club. like a it's not like a bar, a club. Oh, it's a, I thought we were it, talking about a club. Like, a, ooh, ooh, no, ooh. this no? is like a retail and consignment oh, store. Okay. Well, now for now shoes. it makes me even look like more of a goober. Oh my gosh! No, like flight, like, I like, like Jordan. Well, when you first said Fight Club, I thought, and then I was talking like, oh my god. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, it's like, cool. Like you go in there and like okay. you look at a pair of shoes that you think are cool, and they say like, then yeah, I, the, I would know the price that. ranges from like two fifty to like oh my 30, god, no, thirty five hundred. I gotta fill up my wife's gas tank. No, God, I just wear the on clouds that I got. Yeah, to do everything, run on clouds. Now, see, see, part of the shoe thing for me is just recently, like the okay. last like we we have years. got to wrap this whatever this podcast will. We we have to wrap it up. The whole fun of it, like the adrenaline of entering in a raffle or a drawing for a pair of shoes, like the never done it. The not. anticipation of will you or will you not get them? It's, it's, it's well, cool. I mean, if you go by probability, you're probably not going to get them. Hey, so, I, I've had some. I've had some good luck the last couple. It's of what weeks. MJ said in Spider Man. If you don't <laughs> allow yourself to be dis, uh, to get, you know, you won't be disappointed. If you expect disappointment. Yes, perfect. Close with Marvel. Well, I mean, we could do go more deep into like comic book lore, but you're just a movies guy, so you know, it's whatever. My my daughter Gracie, tape. I'll do it. My my daughter Gracie messed up. I'll leave you with this. The ramblings of Ben today. I'm so sorry. This podcast probably sucked ass. Ramblings of Ben. Uh, My daughter rolled her eyes into the back of her head because she was going to get some water. She just got home from a school it's just hey baby how was your day great daddy how are you and then she turns and said hey dad yeah 
Is the Hulk stronger than Knuckles? Knuckles being the character from Sonic the Hedgehog who can punch really hard. Yes. And I thought she really, you know, most people just go, I don't know. <laughs> but I really tried to be thoughtful in my answer. And I said, look, it would have to be the Hulk because he um, experimenting, trying to replicate the superhero serum of Captain America, experimented with gamma radiation. It went terribly wrong and he became the Hulk. But the superhero serum is what everyone's been trying to replicate since the 40s. That's what Green Goblin, he tried to replicate the superhero serum. They've all been trying to super, become superhero strength like Captain America, who's what, the strongest superhero in comics outside of like, what, Superman? Okay, so I, all of you are bored. Yeah, now imagine my t- nine-year-old daughter drinking her water like, okay, daddy, and then turned her eyes and walked out and I died out laughing. I mean, God, you, you, that's where I am. So drip, no. Drip, I got my 10-year-old rolling her eyes because I'm trying to explain to her why Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk was stronger than Knuckles. <sighs> hey, it's just the struggles of being a dad and having to try to differentiate and also, between a superhero a and a cartoon god i've gotten so nerdy the older i get the more the older i get the less ashamed of being the nerd that i am yeah i mean like maybe maybe like subconsciously i buy these shoes to try to look cool because i'm just a dad ooh, ooh, ooh. but i do I like guess, and i have no shame and they're, and they're pretty comfy i just have no shame yeah i mean at this point like who care. cares who cares, who cares? Been talk as, long of as, you, as, long as, as long as your kids like you, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Talk of champions, not committed, recruit check. I don't know. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit, OldMissSpirit.com and affiliate of On3.com. If you haven't already, <laughs> and I really mean for y'all to take this one the way I say it. Subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions and iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. Doesn't matter what you say. Please, with this podcast, say whatever. Just make it five stars. Ben, you've got to learn to shut your mouth. I agree. Five stars, though. Just five stars. This podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search Talk of Champions. He's Zach. I'm Ben. Thank you, buddy. See you, man. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.